Hi. We are so excited about reviewing one of our favorite books of all time. It's called The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. Yep. I'm Debbie. And I'm Wendy, and we're of Nourish Coaches, and we're so glad to have you here to to go on this little adventure through this book. We're going to keep it kind of short and sweet because it's a it's a quick read, but one of the most powerful books. Absolutely. Yeah. It definitely it, changed my life, I can say. Mine too, and it continues to. That's yeah. the thing about this book. It uh, is subtitled A Practical Guide to Personal Freedom, and it's got such wisdom, fact, in yeah. the book. Yeah, it really does. In fact, this is a short podcast, our Nourish Nashes podcast. This one's going to be short because we want to just summarize what it says. But we really want you to go pick up the book. This version of it is is pretty inexpensive, and we would love for you to pick it up. We'll uh, we'll have a link on our podcast page um, for you to buy it. But it's it's got filled with a bunch of stuff that we're probably we're not going to be covering because it's such a short podcast. But there's it's filled with philosophy that is is so wise and so needed in our society so we really really want you to read the book this is just a teaser <laughs> it is it's just a teaser teaser and it's called the four agreements it could be four simple truths it could be and it's ancient wisdom this is not something new age it's just it's in the depths of all of us yeah. and if we practice these four agreements we will literally be happier and healthier human beings adding to more peace and joy in the world um, instead of wreaking havoc. And so true. really good thing. Yeah, I've introduced it to several clients and they it, it really is life-changing for almost everybody who's ever taken the time to read it because it it really is just a way of living and it's very simple, but it's so profound. So we should just yes. dive into it, right? Let's dive in. So the first agreement is be impeccable with be impeccable with your word. Yeah. And this is all about saying what you truly mean. It's about being in integrity and being very clear. Brene Brown says uh, being clear is kind, right? And so <laughs> yeah. Um Sometimes we need to stick a, take a step back and pause before we speak. So right. that might be a practice that we could put into place. But it's really about using language. We do this with our clients a lot is talk about the language that we're using to speak to ourselves about calling ourselves stupid or what an idiot or um, how dumb was I or I can never make this work. You know, some of that language we're we're encouraging people to reframe. And this is being impeccable with your word and speaking kindly to yourself like you would want um a friend to speak with right. you. And and the idea behind this too is that words are so, so powerful. Um, we don't need to go into that. You know, you know that words are powerful if you just pay attention to the world out outside of this. The people who have uh, spoken publicly and the power of their words and how that people follow words um so seriously. So words hold such strength. 
um, so they can build you up or completely break you down. And it's, we want to take our words seriously. And so it's the, the being impeccable with your word is always using your word in the direction of not only truth, but also love. That's right. There's energy, right? There's energy in language and words. And so the higher the vibration, right? When we say the word joy and peace and love, vibration is higher. When we say all those other words that I said before that I don't want to say them again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's especially words that you think about for yourself, but what else you say to other people? Like, gossiping is an example of not being impeccable with your word. And it's something we all do, but I am so much more aware of myself now. And I think, Oh, I'm not being impeccable with my word and I'll stop. So it's always, you know, in the back of my mind, be impeccable, be impeccable, be impeccable with my word. (laughs) And there's one other idea we wanted to share about this being impeccable with your word is that when we make promises to ourselves uh, that we're, we're on the eve, we're in the midst of holiday season as we're recording this podcast. And um, a lot of people start resolutions in January, uh, whether it's dropping something that we do or adding something that we would like to add into our lives. And when we do that and then don't follow through, we're kind of breaking ourselves down because we're kind of lying to ourselves. We're like, I'm going to start on Monday and then we don't start on Monday. Um, so, so one of the things we do as coaches is help be, help people be more impeccable with their promises and their habit formings for themselves. So we make them so small and so doable that we begin winning for ourselves and start believing in ourselves again, because we lose faith in ourselves when we keep breaking our own promises to ourselves. And we don't trust ourselves because we've broken that promise again and again and again, just like if someone did that to you, did they broke their promises to you, you lose trust for them. You lose trust for yourself too. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, So be impeccable with your word is number one. Yep. Number two is one of my favorites because it's really helped me a lot. I I probably, this one has probably helped me the most, I'd say. Um, It's don't take anything personally. And Uh the idea behind that is nothing that anybody does is because of you. What anything, whatever other other people say and do is a projection of their, their own reality and their own self. And so if you, if you don't take it personally, because it usually has nothing to do with you, then you won't be a, a victim of suffering and thinking, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, they think I'm terrible. They think this, that, you know, oh my gosh, what's wrong with me? All that other stuff. Yeah. Most always when people behave badly towards you, it's because it's their own stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's, we were talking about this before we started recording. One of the biggest examples of this is road rage, right? Yeah. I'm <laughs> cutting you off has nothing to do with you. Right. <laughs> or right. them behaving badly in the stores or in the lunch line or anything. It's it really has nothing to do with you. It's their own bad energy and there's such self-protection in knowing that it's really not about us because we we might we might feel we might feel offended, but that's just our response to it, right? And so again, 
here we have the opportunity to pause between the stimulus and our response. And in that pause is where we could say, oh, that's right. It's not really about me. Right. It's about their stuff and their mood and maybe they're hangry, you know? <laughs> yeah, it could be as simple as that. And it's also it could be your loved ones. I know many times when there's been an interaction in the family and somebody says something to someone else and you take it personally, but it, usually it has nothing to do with anything you did. It has to do with them having a bad day or something happening to them, you know, that, that they used you as a projection. They were, they did it because you're the first one they saw or the, you're a safe place to do it on, but it has nothing to do with you. So. Yeah. So you were impeccable with your word. That's right. <laughs> So end needless suffering by not taking things personally. Yeah. So that's number two. And number three is don't make assumptions. And I think this is this is the other thing about being clear, you know, getting the courage up to actually ask questions right. and um, be able to say with clarity what you what you need and what you really want. That kind of communication, again, with ourselves, but also with others, it just, again, will limit the drama of life. <laughs> That's right. And and we, we do this without even thinking about it, the assumptions we make automatically. You know, it's it's like we, we see somebody and automatically we make a whole bunch of assumptions, you know, about who they are, what they're doing, why they're there, or whatever it is, people we don't even know. Um, but also people we know. We make assumptions all the time. And probably most of the time, they're not all correct. <laughs> or there's much more to the story. So, uh, yes. Yeah. Because we have to remember that our experience is ours alone. Their experience is theirs alone. And if we assume if we assume something, we can start taking on blame and sadness, misunderstandings. And um, sometimes we just need to ask more questions. Yeah, it's so true. You know, and we make assumptions on appearance a lot. I'd say that's one of the biggest things we do. And um, we dismiss a lot of things by taking on that, that taking on that appearance and saying this about this person. I think about there's a local market that I go to that's uh, it's it's high end. You know, it's I live in a somewhat wealthy area. And so you walk into the market and you see many people who, again, you can walk in and assume something about all these people because they're in this market. Right. I remember once I was in line and there was a woman ahead of me and I was making a bunch of assumptions about her by what she was buying and by what she was wearing. And I overheard her conversation with the woman who was checking her out, which completely exploded all of my assumptions about who she was. You know, mm -hmm. I had assumed that she was wealthy, that she was probably a little bit snobby, that she didn't care about charity, and she was concerned, mm -hmm. very materialistic, all these things that I assumed. And yeah. when I overheard her conversation, I said to myself, <clears throat> Why, why, why assume? I said, I have to remember everybody has a story and stop assuming everything because it's not true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So be careful. It can with be, assumptions. Yeah. Quite transformative. Yep. For sure. Okay. okay. Our last agreement 
or or <laughs> or Mr. Miguel Ruiz's last agreement is always do your best. And I love this one because you know your your best isn't always the same. It's going to change. You know, so one day your best is one thing and the next day your best is another thing and it's it's yep. different according to where you are in your life. Like one day if you're not feeling so good, your best is not going to be the same as when you're feeling on top of the world really healthy and strong. Um if you're, you know, emotionally something happens to you in life, your your yep. best is not going to be the same as when your life seems to be going on a good roll. So, but the but the bottom line is wherever you are, just do your best that you can that day. And in that way, it's like you you can't help but be like, wow, I'm doing I'm doing my best. And and you're not going to judge yourself and have abuse or regret about what what you're doing because if you're honestly doing the best you can in that given moment. Nobody can say anything. You can't even say anything about yourself that would be, you know, derogatory or bad. Yeah, I I love this one too. And I think of this often um, when I'm working out because there are some like leg days are really hard days, right? And I'm like, ah, oh, just get one more rep out of this or, and and some days just they're, they're a struggle, but showing up anyway and doing a little bit, going for a, a walk or, you know, anything to move your body. That's what I think of a lot when it's always do your best. And if we practice, we get better. So that's the other thing is always do your best. We just, we practice moment to moment, day to day, and we'll continue to get better. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And in, in doing your best too, it can help you in, in, Two different ways as well it's like doing your best um you it can make you say forgive yourself for not for not being better excuse because you're doing your best or if you find yourself that you're kind of slacking and you say i need to do my best it'll up your game so either way it can it forgives yourself in saying okay i'm doing my best so there's nothing else i can do or wow, I'm not doing my best. I need to do my best. And then I yeah, can't argue with myself. So using it both ways is really helpful. And I have to be honest, more often I'm saying to myself, oh, I need to do my best. <laughs> Let me up my game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a nice up the bar. Yeah, yeah. Raise, raise the floor, raise the ceiling. Yeah. yeah. So those four agreements alone, so simple, but so transforming. If you just kind of study those four agreements, take them on, practice them every day. There's no way your life will not get better. It's There's no way. It absolutely will change your life for the better. And everyone around you as well. So yeah. it's a perfect gift for yourself and for everyone else in your life too. Yeah, definitely. And we're so happy to share it with you. If you like this podcast, share it yeah, with people please. you love. That's right. The great introduction to the book. <laughs> right. And remember, we're putting the link in our in our notes so that it's easy for you to just click on it and buy it. And it's a great stocking stuffer, by the way. I know it's late in the season, <laughs> but it's great as any kind of a gift. So that go ahead and, and get it and give it to everyone you love. And it'll be one of the best gifts they ever get if they actually pick it up and read it. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. All right. Hey. Right. Thanks, everybody. Have a beautiful day. Thanks for listening. Keep the conversation going at nourishcoaches.com. 
and stay tuned for more Nourish Noshes as we continue our quest to make the world a healthier place.